Welcome to the Young Man's Guide to Life podcast, where we seek to help young adults make beneficial choices for their lives through calling out misconceptions about adulthood. Yes. From learning from the mistakes of others, i.e. learning from our mistakes, and empowering young adults to take risks and enjoy their journeys. My name is Andrew, and I'm the host, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric Jensen. How you doing, Eric? I'm good. Good. We just got finished filming another podcast, and now we're here talking about way more fun stuff. Yeah. This is for the young people. This is more true to our heart. This is this is what gets us excited. We're yeah. going to talk about some cool There's stuff. A little today. less freedom. A little less chance of getting fired, which is nice. Well, equal chance of getting fired. Equal chance of getting fired. I don't know. Do we get more permission for talking to a different audience? Well, I just feel like that. Like the elders are not going to listen to this. That's true. I guess yeah, they're not going like to. Gary Coates. <laughs> Gary Coates is not subscribing I to this. I hope Gary Coates I mean, if, listens to dude, this Dude, Gary thing. Coates, if you're listening, you're, Please. you're my favorite. Please. Hey, sure. on this episode of The Young Man's Guide to Life, we're going to talk about Tiger King. We're going to talk about old people on TikTok. <laughs> we're going to talk about learning something new. And today's lesson is actually going to be on renting and whether Ooh. or not renting to live for shelter is for schmucks. Schmucks. Or Ritten. not. So we're going to get to today. So, I love it. Why don't we jump right in? Okay. I just finished Tiger King on Netflix. Have you heard about the show? I, I definitely have heard of it. I watched the trailer. It, I'm, it's, it's, it's going to be watched by me. So tell me, tell me you've only seen I the love, trailer. I love the trailer. What are you, actually, what are you already thinking or oh, picturing man. it being about from the trailer? Well, the, so I'm American, and what I love about it is how, uh, how American it is. <laughs> 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 like only in America could oh, somebody... Man. Be that. <laughs> be what? Like a, a a tiger park owner who is kind of, you know, off his rocker a bit. For those who don't know, this uh, yeah. the main character of it out. the show, Joe Exotic, is uh, his given name to himself. <laughs> uh, he's got a bleach blonde mullet. Yeah. He is, the mullet is strong. Uh, he's a gun-toned Oklahoman, southern. Rhinestones, you know. Polygamist, but yeah, he's he's a gay polygamist man. So he's yeah. married to two men. He married two younger men at the yeah. same time, and so at least he was. Now he's married just to one younger man. Oh. But he uh, owned uh, one of the largest tiger zoos, uh, big cat yeah. uh, facilities in America. Yeah, and so which is bragging rights, right? I mean, that that wins you a, a comp- like any competition. Those, those kind of things, I always love these, like story toppers, you know, yeah. story toppers. Yeah, yeah. I want something in my life that like trumps everything. Yeah. Like I always felt like climbing Mount Everest would be like the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, you did some cool things. You played D1 basketball. I climbed Mount Everest. I feel like that's a trump card, you know, owning a big cat reserve. Yes. Is a trump card. Well, the, so the wild thing though, you experience from the show and you haven't watched it. I'll try not no. to add any spoilers okay. or whatever. But yeah, no spoilers. The wild thing is like, you there's a there's a whole world out there of big cat zoo owners and they have like a facebook group there's nothing normal about any of them like they so it's like i would think i went in thinking like oh you know the tiger king the biggest zoo owner either he's the one crazy one and they're all really normal i think of yeah. conservationists i think of like you know i i've yeah. been to the toronto zoo and they all seem like really great kind educated you know, yeah. nice thoughtful generous people who just love animals and wildlife and stuff like that and that's not untrue yeah about these 
tiger zoo it, owners, but it the comes ones from they, a different perspective. Well, and well, it's <laughs> just the ones they show on the show, at least. And maybe there's a whole bunch of good ones, and they only showed the certain ones on the show. But like one of them is another polygamous man married to. I don't know, four women, five women, and it's like almost a borderline cult that he's operating. Yeah. But this is one of the most famous, biggest, popular is that big like cat a prerequisite zoos. to buy tigers. And then how many spouses do you have? Yeah, that's the crazy <laughs> thing. And then so and then the third character on the show, the the other main character, there's Joe Exotic, and he's competing against a lady named Carol Baskin. And Carol Baskin's supposed to be the environmentalist, like the right. person who loves you know, the cats and takes care of them and has a sanctuary. Hers is called a sanctuary. His is like a zoo, right? And there's a, there's a difference. Yeah. She takes care of them. You know, at least there's these, you know, this, 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 this idea that like, it's you positive. Know, Joe exotic abuses like, them and breeds them yeah. for money, which he right. does. And she takes yeah. care of them. Right. Kind of thing. But she's still selling tickets and yeah. doing, you know, people come in and see towers. Anyway. So this Carol Baskin, who's supposed to be like the good one, supposed to be the protector. Yeah. The, uh, there's a, there's an underlying story about like, did she kill her rich, former husband because Ooh. he disappeared. Yeah. And I like, so there's this whole thing about murder mystery tiger version. And I'm not convinced she didn't like, I finished the show. Well, yeah. Not okay. to ruin it. I'm just saying, yeah, okay. I'm, just saying right, right. I'm not convinced either way. Like it's like, you listen to serial podcasts. I'm, I'm yeah. done. And I'm thinking like, <gasps> I, don't, I don't actually know. Did the one just supposedly so normal person, is she as much of a narcissist and did she murder her husband and feed him to her tigers? Oh, that's the wild thing. And that so, would be a good way to get rid of a body. Yeah, it's crazy to me. It's it's wild. It's worth watching. It's 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 terrible, but it's compelling television. Yeah. And for me, I was I was I was watching. And um, for those of you who don't know, uh, I have a I have a dog. Her name yeah. is Rory, and uh, she's a Bernadoodle, which means she's, she's a Bernie's Bernie's um, mountain dog and poodle mix. Yeah. And apparently, they're in high demand. We didn't pay for her. It was just guardian family thing. We won't get into details of it. But <laughs> yeah. the point is that her. Um, her puppies sell for like 3,500 bucks. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, oh yeah, that's a dog, 3,500 yeah. bucks, it's an expensive it's dog, but like, okay. On the show, they're talking about baby cub tigers were like 3,000 bucks. And I'm like, I could that's own it? a baby cub tiger. I don't know if I can buy one, but if I could for the same amount of money, yeah. I could literally own a baby tiger. And like, why, why do I have a dog that's, when I could have a baby tiger? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that you just have to have multiple wives in order to buy one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the I only don't, that's a prerequisite. <laughs> I'll have to that's have murdered though. my first spouse or have multiple spouses. Yeah, this is a little bit of a deviant from your from your point. But have you seen those ti- those kittens that are like bred with like they're like a tiger cat hybrid, and so they look like tiger cubs, but forever. I haven't. No. Yeah, those things are cute. That's actually probably the best of both yeah. worlds because the whole thing, like one of the main, yeah. one of the other things about it's the like, show is like there's the cubs, but they only last a cub for so long. And then you have like a 1,300 pound yeah, killing machine that costs you hundreds of dollars a day to feed <laughs> that nobody <laughs> wants to pet. Right? You have to feed it like a whole goat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just, <laughs> the cubs are cheap. It's the goats that get really expensive. <laughs> actually, the funny thing, the way they feed these things is. They get all like the expired meat from Walmart, so they have these oh, truckloads like delivering, yeah, meat. like hamburger meat, hot dog meat, cold cut meat, Gross. just like offloading these things. And, and oh man, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's one of the episodes. Um, Joe Exotic opens up a pizza parlor on on site at the Tiger thing. You can watch tigers and eat pizza, and there there's this belief that the meat that they're serving on these amazing pizzas, pizzas are are the meat expired for Walmart free meat. Walmart. <laughs> So it's oh. just, it's wild. You could not write this Only better. In America. It's amazing. Uh, it's not, probably not kid friendly. Nope. Don't no. watch it with your kids. 
Um, and, and, you know, if, if you're someone who actually, uh, you know, has, has a strong moral conscience, maybe just don't watch it at all. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if you're young at all, here. you're looking for content that might be interesting. We neither approve or, or disapprove of the Tiger King. <laughs> We just we nothing the Tyler. We Tyler nothing. King. Yeah, we're not supporting it. Officially, we're not endorsing it at all. In case all. Gary Coates is listening, but we watched it and lots of experience. Speaking of old people, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you are so getting fired. That was not for Gary. I'm sorry. Oh. That was meant to be for if you're older and wiser and mature, not Gary. I'm sorry, Gary. That was not meant for you. So something else is happening while people are home with their kids. <laughs> yes, the TikTok. The TikTok. Are you familiar with the TikTok? I, I know about it. I, I, I think I've missed the, the old people cutoff okay. of, the, of the TikTok. I, I have no draw to the TikTok as a, as a social media platform. I'm kind of a Luddite when it comes to social media anyway, but I know that it's like you post pictures of yourself dancing to popular music is essentially what it is, correct? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, yeah, they have all they're these like rights Instagram music. Instagram stories, basically, that... Yeah, they're like, what, 15-second clips, and you, like, learn to yeah. do dances, and you, like, I don't know, yeah. do you compete? I don't even know. Like, that's... You get you probably get upvotes or something. We're likes. in this weird season where our kids aren't old enough to, like, like these things, yeah. so... I know a lot more about Paw Patrol than I do about TikTok, I'll right. just be honest. Right, but, like, we're also not teenagers who are, who are into it, so it's, it's a weird yeah. space to be, but... Um, I, one of the things I've noticed on social media is the amount of parents who are now at home with their kids who previously Think, would have been yeah. like, TikTok's the devil, yeah. stay away, it's inappropriate. And now they're like posting TikTok videos with their kids. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Because it's kind of, it, it's, it's come, become kind of a lascivious teenage app, correct? Yeah. A little like Snapchat was for, for a season. Yeah, yeah. Snapchat kind of cleaned up its act, I think. They got a better PR guy. Yeah, but Snapchat was a little like that in the early days too. It was. It was, it was a little more like yeah. Yeah, everybody was saying, "Are the kids sending pictures to themselves that they shouldn't?" Right. We should. Yes, they were. They but that's okay. Were. I mean, right. yeah, that's just the way that. So people are asking the same question about TikTok. So let me ask you: Do you think TikTok should have a minimum age requirement and a maximum age requirement? I, no, I don't know. I mean, I always think that, like Facebook tried to do that with original OG Facebook. See, this is the now I'm really dating myself. OG Facebook, you had to have an at uh, edu at oklahoma.edu. Oh, that's so OG. Yeah. yeah. So you, you had to be enrolled in a college or university in order to be on Facebook. True. And then they did away with that. And then grandmas started making Facebook accounts. And now no one's on Facebook. No one's on Facebook. Well, I mean, a they're lot on of it. People but are on Facebook, just no one yeah. of a certain generation. Right. Right. right, this upcoming generation, Facebook has gone the way of the MySpace. So then, maybe, maybe is this a pro tip right now? This as is a, a pro parent? tip. Is this a pro okay. tip? If you're a parent, if you're a parent listening to this, first of all, kudos. Second of all, uh, if you want to destroy your your child's desire to be on a particular app, just join it. Join. <laughs> Because <laughs> nothing kills an app faster than getting a friend request from your mom. Yeah. Right? Especially the app where the whole thing is about dancing <laughs> yeah, to yeah. secular pop my mom songs, just, right? Just the Post Malone tracks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even really know. Is Post Malone still cool? I like He is, I think. I like yeah. his sound. I, I haven't listened to a lot of it, but yeah. it's cool. Yeah. No, that's it actually really that's nice. a really pro tip. And yeah. that's like good for anything. Like so, if you want to, not just to spy on your kids. Yeah. If you literally want to make something uncool, just kill just, it. 
get on just it. Just get on it. So maybe there's a silver lining to like the old parents who are at, not the old parents, the parents yeah. who are at home with their, you know, yeah. preteen age kids TikTok going on TikTok with them. Survive. I'm super uncomfortable. Coronavirus. Maybe the, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a silver yeah. lining. Yeah. What lasts longer? Oh, can we yeah. say that? What? What lasts longer, COVID-19 or TikTok? TikTok. I, I think TikTok is going to die. Yeah. It's I not going it to survive. Oh. Yeah. As soon as people started posting their lip sync videos and their, and their dancing and, the, you know, yeah, it's dead. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. I'm, um, I, I don't usually try to learn new things. Yeah. And it's like when it comes to apps yeah, and stuff like no that. I have no interest in TikTok or anything no, like that. No, I'm, and I'm weird like that because I'm only 28. Like, I feel like I yeah. should be, you know, I was just a youth pastor. Now I'm not anymore, but still youth ministry. I should, yeah. I should like be into no, all the new stuff. And I literally don't care at all yeah. about any of it. I got off Snapchat like over a year ago. And streaks, bro. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even, how I learned about streaks so how many, late. How many streaks? How, how long is streaks you got? So I'm not even, I'm not that into learning new things, especially new technology, but. You do like learning new things? Well, not really, but I think I should. Like yeah. we're in the season right now where I'm, you know, I'm playing a roller coaster game app because it, it's nostalgic. It's basically like a cheap version of roller coaster tycoon where you don't have any freedom. Uh, it's oh. like you basically like you're forced to build oh, rides in a certain builders? order. Nah. It's terrible. Oh. But it is reminding me of Roller to- Coaster Tycoon, which was my favorite game of all time, which is the game I got in the cereal box that I never stopped playing. I loved yeah. it so much. So it's giving me that nostalgia, even though it's a terrible, useless you got garbage it in a game. Cereal box? Yeah, they used to do these things where they gave away these amazing that. games in cereal CD-ROM boxes. Yeah, on the CD-ROM, like Road Rash. I don't know. Did you play any yeah. Road Rash? <laughs> I sure remember <laughs> Road Rash. Yeah, it was a violent motorcycle game. Yeah. So, um, so, but so I was thinking, I was watching YouTube, of course. Yahtzee came in the same box. <laughs> it did, it did. That was the thing. There was like four terrible games, yeah. and then there was like one great one, and yeah. you just keep buying cereal until you got the good game, which you could have just bought the game for five bucks. But yeah. um, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was watching YouTube the other day, yeah. of course, because that's what we're spending our time doing, watching some professor videos. Yeah. And, uh, and then the ads that kept coming up weren't, I, I, I guess these guys are who, the only ones who are paying for ad space right now, are new apps that help you learn things. So like one of them was right. called Elevate. It's about like training your mind. One of oh, them right. was about learning a new language. And then the other one was about learning piano. And I'm sitting yeah. there going like, is this a season to actually like learn something new like that that's actually useful and helps yeah. me th- be a smarter person? Yeah. So Did you see that, that Rosetta Stone did that? Yeah. They gave away the, the language. But only a three-day trial. Yeah, and it's like, what are you, I'm going to be an expert in German in three days. My, my mm. Oma just became an expert like last year in Spanish. She got a hundred, she finally reached a hundred percent, like yeah. fully hundred percent fluent. And it took her years, years and years. And she would do this every day for like an hour. So really? it's probably not that easy to learn. It's amazing. Like, oh. Yeah, she is amazing. Wow. They, they gifted themselves a trip to Panama to go and use the Spanish that she learned. I love that. Uh, and then they went back to this last year for anniversary. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So you you so, so you have you have you ascribed to any of these uh, learning new things things? Here's where I'm at. I'm at a place where I want to learn something new. I basically want to have an app that I turn on that's not the same apps I'm using all the time that's actually going to teach me something useful or, or or keep my mind sharp or whatever. Yeah. And so the kind of the toss up right now is between chess and piano. Right. Yeah. And the chess thing came in because, you know, I listened to a podcast and I started watching Magnus Nielsen or whatever chess master guy. And I'm fascinated by people who are good at chess. And I'm like, maybe that's a good thing. Less practical skill, but more like, oh, man, it could be cool to learn how to be good at chess. I know how to play it, but Mm -hmm. not to be good at it. Yeah, I've always felt like chess has other sort of sharpens your mind in a 
different way. Yeah, I right? think so. Because like, you could like pay attention to all these moves, potential yeah. moves in the future or whatever, and yeah. figure it out. That's the cool. other, and you can help me with this, the other is piano. Yeah. Yeah. I was always wanted to learn. I like to sing on my own, but I yeah. don't know anything really about music. He's got a pretty good voice. And I don't, I'm saying, just calling it. You've heard it here first. <laughs> this mic might make it sound beautiful. Um, so, so piano. So I'm thinking like, yeah. I've always wanted to learn an instrument, learn at least some music background theory or whatever. Piano seems to be the one, like if you're gonna learn any of them, learn that because yeah. it helps you do the other ones. And I had an acoustic guitar, learned four car- chords on it. That's, that's all you really I mean. need to know. But like, yeah. it's in my basement. The guy who's in my basement plays all the time. I don't want to take away from him. So I can learn piano on my, I'm, I'm basically on my, yeah. my iPad. What would be your yeah, like, I guess. like if I'm to go and start to learn piano, what Oof. would you say? Like, here's like pro tip about I'm like figuring worst. this out. I'm the worst person to ask about learning music. I don't actually know what I'm doing. So like, I took lessons for a long time, okay. but like I can't really read music. So what I would do, honestly, here's the advice that I give to people who want to learn an instrument. You have to feel cool doing it. You mm. have to want to do it. If, if it's like a chore for you, it's not fun. Again, this is just my, my take. If it's not fun, then it's, it, it becomes a chore, hmm. right? And I think that music should be an expression of joy and like it should be fun, you know? I don't really want to listen to playing Hot Cross Buns. So my piano skills are very limited in what I know how to do, um, but I have fun when I'm playing it. Okay. And so there's like a trade-off there, you know what I mean? So what I've learned, I learned because it was fun, not because it was the way to learn. So I'm probably the worst person to ask about this, but uh, I, would say, I would say that. Like I, I, and I would say that gear is important. Like, you know, you're going to learn on your iPad. That's fine, but like... Uh, you know, if if you take it to the next level, I would buy you know what something that's worth money. Don't like don't waste your money on like little starter set guitars yeah. and stuff. It's lame, it's dumb. Uh, buy something that that works well, that is gonna stay nice and that's gonna you know see you through a little bit. Don't buy this ninety nine dollar you know guitar amp package. Although that's how I learned, I guess. So I can't knock it too much. Well, that would be so. If anybody out there listening has a pretty nice keyboard or synthesizer yeah. or whatever that they're not using yeah. that you would love to put in my hands to help <laughs> yeah. me learn. I would love to have he, that in my home. You could use a MIDI controller, a, a weighted MIDI, MIDI controller. Oh. That's what you should really get because you have a MacBook, okay. right? Yeah, I, I have an iPad. I don't have a MacBook Oh, anymore. you have an iPad. Okay, yeah, well, it should maybe work same, right? it should. Yeah, there's yeah. probably apps out okay. there. So, yeah, try that, and that, that's a great way to start. Yeah, uh, they're like a hundred bucks. If you buy a, a mini really? controller, yeah, they're not that expensive because oh. the brain's in your computer or your iPad or whatever. Does Instead all the work. Of, yeah, like buying a keyboard, it like does all of it in house. So you're buying like another computer basically, right. Right. which is like a waste of money. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Okay. I, I though That's a pro tip. That on your tip. on on your point, yeah. uh, I'm trying to learn some. So what are you to learn? I saw my my YouTube feed. I clicked on a couple of those like masterclass links. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ron Howard teaching you how to direct and stuff like that. And now that's the only commercial I see on, on YouTube now because yep. of the, you know, hashtag the algorithm. And so, uh, so, but it's actually been cool. I saw one for the Timbaland. 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 Like, Is it, you have to sort of say it Timbaland, that way. like, Timbaland. we're talking Nelly Furtado, that song oh, that got famous. Jay-Z. Timbaland, Jay-Z, Timbaland, producer yeah, guy. The does producer. he still make music for everyone? Yeah. 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 I think he does. When and I think of Timbaland, I just think of the boots. Class videos. So... Yeah, I think off. that's what he. I think he. It's an homage. Is it? I think it is oh. an homage to the boot. 
because it, it was very popular. And then you know they early came back 2000s. like three years ago. I yeah. saw kids wearing them. I'm like, what is going on? Anyway, Timberland. go on. Anyway, Timbaland. So uh, yeah, he does a masterclass about producing music and making music and the mm-hmm. way that he does it. Sort of like walks through all these things. And I think I might I might subscribe to that one. You can buy those. You know. Actually, Masterclass, if you would like to endorse, uh, sponsor us, we would, yeah. we would love to endorse your product. We're looking um, for sponsorships for sure. We're, we're kind of doing that right now for free, so I don't know why they would. But it is really cool, and I, I've lear- I want to learn how to like make beats and, and produce music mm. and record vocals a little bit more. And he does it kind of from a bedroom, from, like a, from the eyes of a person who doesn't have access to professional recording equipment. That'd be awesome. You, know, you just need a mic and a laptop and a drum right. machine and... You know, I've always wondered how those things come together. I have GarageBand, yeah. but... Yeah, that's basically all you need. Basically all you need, man. Damn. So that's what I'm learning new. But I think that's awesome. I, I, I th- anybody listening, I think to, to use time that you have, like you're rich in time right now. Yeah, so like jump into your... We talked about this last podcast mm-hmm. a little bit. Like jump into your passions in a new way. It's a really cool opportunity. It is a really cool opportunity. Hey, the thing I want to talk about to young adults today the pro tip pro tip the uh learn from our mistakes or call out misconceptions that all the other stuff we talked about helpful cool but this is this is what we're talking about today we're talking about renting today and we're talking about not just renting things we're talking about renting homes to live in and i feel like there is a uh there is a perception of renters or renting uh, and that perception is that renting is like throwing your hard-earned money into a black hole. And so don't rent. Stay living at mom and dad's house until you mm. can buy a house or live in a tent until you can buy a house. Yeah. Never rent because it's a waste of money. What are your th- thoughts? Oh, I kind of agree. with. I'm, I'm, I subscribe to that a bit. Hmm. I, don't, I don't love the rent game. The Renting is... Uh, you know, it's it's the reality for many, and it's the reality for me. I rent right now. You rent, you know, because in you know in our current market, houses are not affordable for the amount of money that my household brings in. So, um, which is you know, which master class could help with. I, if I produce some <laughs> some sick tracks and you know, I'm looking for sponsorship money. Me and Posty, yeah, start making music together. That'd be cool. Post Malone, if you're listening, I'm open to collaborating. <laughs> I'll I'll have to take Timberland's class and learn yeah. first. But yeah, no, I think I think if if I was a young person now and I was redoing things, I would I would uh, be more disciplined to set aside money early on, um, and uh, try to prepare myself for the inevitability of of purchasing a home. But you had some we had we were like sort of having this debate earlier. A little yeah, bit. We I were don't talking fully about, agree. I don't fully agree yeah. with. I think it's a misconception about renting, or maybe uh, an extreme perception of renting that I don't think is fair. Mm. I don't think it's honest to renting. And here's my take. My take is that renting um, is the less ideal option. Mm-hmm. If you have money, you have an inheritance, you have money for a down payment, you are able to live the way that you want to live or feel called to live and not pay rent for a certain amount of time in order to yeah. save up money and then get into a home or get into a condo or own something. That's great. That is ideal. That is good. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't 
you know, I, I'm not going to celebrate renting over that. There are some good things with renting we'll get to. But the perception that renting is like throwing money into a black hole, yeah. it kind of bothers me because I'm, I'm a renter right now. I've been a renter my whole life. I've never yeah. owned a home. I'd love to You're, one day. Robin Hilda used to charge you rent when you were a kid? Robin Hilda charged me rent since I was born. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. They're Smart on terrible them. humans. I bet you they own their home. But they do own their <laughs> home. Wait, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> Yeah, but so so for me, I'm thinking like, w- what am I working for? What what do I work for? Do I work to store wealth? Is that the point of working? What is the point of making a wage? What is mm. the point of working all the time? And and there's obviously like there's the side of working that's like just doing something you're called to do to you know make change in the world and whatever. Yeah. Put that aside. Um, just practically, I work to pay for food, clothes, and shelter. shelter. That's what I'm working for. And so. You know, one of the three major things that most of my money goes towards, and in this case, the thing that most of the vast majority of my money goes towards is shelter, like everyone else, whether you right. own a house or you rent a house. The difference is in certain markets, owning a house, you're able to build up equity. And yeah. so it becomes an investment rather than just, you know, paying money for someone else to build up equity right. in that home. But the reality is I still have to live and I yeah. still have to. I still have a shelter and I yeah. still have to sleep somewhere. And, uh, you know, my parents has, uh, you know, they've been charging me rent their, their whole life. Uh, like we talked about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they still would, but they would probably charge me less rent if I wanted to move home with them. Now that we have a, we gave them a granddaughter that they yeah. love, they would l- probably not charge us rent to go live there. I know you got the, leverage now. the rent payment could be here, play with Winona for three hours. Yeah. It's like a win, win, win actually all around in that scenario. Yeah, so you're talking yourself into I'm talking moving myself back into, into your parents' house. But the reality is I actually <laughs> miss out on a lot of stuff by living in my parents' house. Like, sure. I miss out on so much stuff. Last week, we talked about, like, what, what, what is the point where you become adult? Mm. You know, there's, we can argue about this and debate it, whatever, and it doesn't really matter. No, um, but, but the thing that we said was, you know, maybe one of the markers is you're actually paying for everything yourself. Yeah. And, and I feel like I'm missing out on certain things to learn about life and growing in life and taking steps forward if I am still stuck at home, living at home, mom's doing my laundry, don't have bills to pay, mom's paying my phone bill. Like there, yeah. that can go on for a certain amount of time where it's wise. Maybe you're in school, maybe you're learning yeah. something, maybe you just got Get married and it's wise you. and you're getting set and you're saving up or whatever. But like if you let that go on too long, you end up just like missing out on life in order for what? To save up for a home to own something and is it worth the trade-off? Yeah. And I would say for me, it's been worth the trade-off throwing money into the quote unquote black hole. I've actually lived like since I've been married, my wife didn't have to live with her in-laws. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Or at least it's good for us. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. I, I mean, everybody's situation is, is different. And I think that you, when you're pro, like, if you're, if you're a young adult and you're approaching these kind of questions and you're thinking about renting and stuff, like it is kind of a reality, like, you know, housing in the GTA is like, you need like a half a million dollars to buy a house right now, no matter where you are. Yeah. And the smallest houses. Right. Are, uh, and if you're going to live anywhere decent, you know, it's, it's seven fifty a million dollars. That's insane to me. Which is the down payment is right. Yeah, and then you're 10% paying percent of that, right? Twenty percent. Right. So, um, so you know, I think that there, but there, are, there are also programs that help, like first time home buyers. There's, you know, mm-hmm. there's things that you can do um, to get around that. My my biggest take is actually kind of a from a philosophical position, like because you had mentioned earlier that uh, one of the great things about renting is that you can be more transient, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I didn't mention that on this podcast, no. but that is one of the benefits of renting. 
yeah. is freedom and, tra- and being transient. Freedom, you know. And I think uh, that one of the cool things about buying a home is that it it is a thing that sort of anchors you. Mm. In a world where, like, you know, the 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 years of you doing something for 30 plus years and retiring from the same company and, you know, you were, you know, like those, those things are kind of gone in a lot of ways. Like the reality is most people are going to have a couple careers and, you know, they're going to do this and that and, you know, maybe have a side hustle or whatever. And, and that's just kind of the reality. There's nothing that kind of anchors us to a space. And I think that that from a social, like, what is it when you when you uh, when you uh, have more people when you study people anthropolo- anth- yeah, yeah, yeah. An- what is that word anth- anthropology anthropologically sociological yeah, yeah sociologically and anthropologically sure I think that buying a home contributes to culture and society in a way that nothing else does hmm. you cannot have you can but it's harder to have pride and ownership on something that you don't own. No, you don't. It's not the same. You you don't care really what the outside looks like or that it's there in 100 years mm-hmm. or that you know the landscape looks nice because mm-hmm. it doesn't reflect on you. Yeah. Uh, you don't invest in the re- the relationships with your neighbors and with your community. True. And it's harder you to, know, for sure. Right? Cuz it's like, oh, I'll probably live here for 10 years right. maybe, right. but you know, I mean, that's a long time. But then we're moving on. So I think that from an economic standpoint and from a, a anthropological standpoint, I think there are some really good benefits to it. Uh, but, but like I said, the reality is... So, you know, renting is not bad, but I think that we should target something further down the line than the next three years. I think, I think we should, and I think we can, and I think that's wisdom if you can. Yeah. But I also think, and this Don't is my take... Don't feel bad about it. This is my you take. shouldn't feel bad You're not a schmuck for renting and... Yeah. It might actually be better for you. It might be it best might be. for you. You might need, if you're a young adult, you're hearing this right now, the best thing for you might be to get out of your parents' house and start paying rent, right? Yeah. You, it might be the thing Nothing that actually finally yeah. grows you up. Yeah. You, you're learning what it takes to live in the world. You're learning what it takes to do everything on your own, pay for everything on your own. And yeah, sure, that money might go into a black hole for a little while, yeah. but you're going to learn things doing that that are actually going to help you as a person and as a being yeah. More if you just do that than sit around and wait until you yeah. have enough money to own this, you know, perfect home that you um, think is, uh, yeah, is is perfect for you or whatever. So it's not for schmucks. No. Some people have to rent, and some people in certain circumstances have to rent, and it's not, and they're not schmucks for doing it. It's not throwing money into a black hole. Best case scenario, if you can own property, great. Yeah, and but, I would say that like even if it's not, if you're a young adult, even if it's not buying a home, like save it money now yeah because you could invest it in something else like when your friend has a killer idea for a company and you want to be a part of the investment like that's that's the thing that smart people do is they put a little bit aside so that they can be flexible with their investment it's not a home make it something yeah you know because like you know that's good yeah it's it good is sense good. hey uh thank you guys for joining us on our young man's guide to life podcast listening to us watching us wherever you're getting this media from yeah. uh, we hope that this was helpful to you we hope that it was practical for you uh, we have future episodes coming out we're going to talk about uh things like hey you know the, I, I i only know how to make myself a bowl of cereal i have no Ooh, idea how to cook food? but most food places are closed i'm used to going to the bar and getting oh. food now i can't what do i do how do i cook 
We're going to talk about that. I love that. Something we're also going to talk about is, 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 is getting married young. Like how old is too old or how young is too young to get married and can you do it? You know, I asked you last week, how old were you when you got married? I was 21. You were 21. I was 24. And that seems crazy to some people. Some people have all these misconceptions about what it means to be married, what it takes to be married. And we're going to have some conversations about that as well as other adult things. So if you have any ideas for the podcast, send it in. Andrew at RenewChurch.ca or Eric at RenewChurch.ca. We'd love to hear about them. And we look forward to you guys joining us next week on our episode of Young Man's Guide to Life. Boom. Boom.